Hey, what up fam? It's your boy Norm, and I would like to welcome you to episode 84 of The Evangelical Norm. Uh, this week, we uh, are beginning, started today, the Sanctity of Human Life Week, January 22nd, 1973, uh, just about 46 years ago. The Supreme Court passed the uh, horrifying uh, decision, uh, wrote, gave, whatever, you don't pass a Supreme Court decision. Roe v. Wade is not a law. Uh, but in 1973, they gave the opinion that abortion was free and clear in Roe v. Wade, that it was a constitutional thing, and so for 46 years, we have seen a veritable holocaust of unborn children murdered in the United States, and so uh, we, we don't celebrate, we mourn. Uh, this is a week of mourning. Human, Sanctity of Human Life Week is a week to mourn the over 60 million uh, Americans who have been murdered in what should be the safest place in the world, their mother's womb, since 1973. So today, I'm going to do a reaction video, and you've probably seen this video. You've probably seen other people do reaction videos to it. I have avoided all of those. Um, I like to watch what uh, K-Dub does, but uh, I purposely avoid watching that video of his reaction to this um, simply because I didn't want to see the video. I want to do a truly purely uh, reaction to this. So I wanted you to get my raw reaction when I start watching through this video. It is about eight minutes in length and so um, I don't know the lady's name. I don't really care to know the lady's name. Um, it took me a minute to find it on YouTube to get everything set up. So we're going to jump into this, but again, I just want to remind you guys to take this week. Um, I would encourage anybody, if you are uh, someone who has had an abortion and been forgiven of that sin, if you've come to Christ and have a testimony of the fact that Jesus will forgive for abortion, um, I encourage you to take this week and take over the hashtag Shout Your Abortion and share with people the gospel on there. I've got a video where I did it, um, shared my story about abortion, and uh, posted it multiple times, and I will post it again this week using the Shout Your Abortion hashtag. Um, so I want to encourage people to do that on Tuesday is... Uh, in 1984, Ronald Reagan proclaimed January 22nd as uh, Sanctity of Human Life Day. Um, they are calling it this year a day of tears. I don't know how long they've been calling it a day of tears, but it literally is a day. January 22nd, 73 is when Roe v. Wade was, uh, was presented to the world, um, forced upon America, and so... Um, January 22nd of this year is literally going to be a day of mourning. So I encourage you guys to, if you have a flagpole, lower your flags, do whatever you can and use 
social media to, I mean, we mourn the children, but more than anything, we want people to hear the gospel. The only thing that is going to end and bring abolition of abortion, completely um, abolishing abortion, um, is going to be the gospel. People getting saved and understanding through the Holy Spirit that, that what abortion is, is murder. And so share the gospel. Let's not be ugly. Let's not be, you know, mean. Let's not be intentionally offensive for the sake of being offensive. But let's share the gospel and let the cross offend if the cross is going to offend, which we know it will. But use that. Um, again, let's take over the shout your abortion. This is a, and I think this lady was part of the, in the video we're about to see was part of the, the whole beginning of the shout your abortion movement. So I think we should take over as Christians. We should shout our uh, redeemed, our redemption from abortion. And so take that over, use that, share the gospel, do that. So mainly on January 2nd, but all week. Um, it has become a week-long thing. We had our March for Life in Washington this weekend, and we've got coming up in Utah, if you're in Utah, next Saturday. I believe it's at 1 o'clock, but I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I will put the link in the description to Utah's March for Life, which will be at the state capitol in Salt Lake City. I'm pretty sure it is 1 o'clock on next Saturday. Um, it might be a little earlier. Again, I'll put the uh, um, time and date and the link to that event in uh, the description of this video. So with that being said, I'm going to start this video and we're just going to go beginning to end. I will pause and react, uh, make comments, and we'll see if we can get through this. I'm I have a feeling that like many of videos of this sort, I'm going to get halfway through and I'm going to be so emotional and so angry and so mad um, that I'm going to have to shut it off and wrap things up. Um, and I've got a two-year-old upstairs asleep, so I need to try to maintain a, an even keel here and not get too uh, loud and angry. We'll see how that works. Uh, pray for me. Here we go. Do you think that sometimes it's not okay to have an abortion? I want to say if like if you're being reckless, if there's nothing wrong going on. I don't know. I just don't agree. Hmm? Well, obviously that kid had an, an issue with that. Um, so we'll see where it goes. So this is kids meet someone who's had an abortion because it's important for kids to meet someone who had an abortion, right? Is it? Um, I don't know. I don't know why this is even a necessity except for the fact that obviously they know that what is going on is wrong. Um, and again, the only way to push past that is to indoctrinate the kids to get them on their side, to sit down and try to justify this because they know they're not going to get through to, I mean, 
all the adults they need are on their side already or you know and the other adults they can't convince um anything otherwise because those of us who know are looking at science and everything else know that what they're doing is murder so now they're going to the kids and I, I'm, I'm assuming they never thought they were going to have to do this they thought that this was just going to be something you know that they were going to have the right to forever and so now here they are trying to gain the support of children irritating um, so what, what are, are we, we here to talk about, about today, today? <laughs> well i had an abortion oh hmm. so what do you know or what have you heard about abortion i don't exactly know what happens but like you go and basically get rid of the baby from inside you how what have you heard that same thing have you ever talked to somebody about abortion before? I actually wrote a paper in fifth grade about it. Wow, what yeah. was your paper about? Abortion is okay. Uh huh. And it also depends on like what's happening and why they got, they got the abortion. So yeah. you think it's okay depending on the circumstances? Yes. Hmm. Okay, wait, wait. So again, now we come back to, you know, Ray Comfort's 180 movie and the question is, when is it okay to kill a child? When is it okay to murder a child? Under what circumstances is it okay to kill your child? That, that ultimately comes down to what is the actual question. Because no matter how you look at it, no matter what the circumstance behind it, even in instances of rape and incest, which are always the exceptions to the rule when for most pro-life people, it still comes down to the fact that that is your child. Granted, there it's there's 50% of somebody else there, but that is your child. And under what circumstance is it okay to kill your child? Why did you have an abortion? A few years ago, I got pregnant and I really didn't want to have a baby. May I ask, what happened? Did he not wear a condom? Did the condom break? Was it pre-ejaculation? Such good questions, Vanessa. Um, he wasn't wearing a condom. Why well, wasn't he wearing a condom? Have you ever had two options and one of them like seems easier at the time? Oh yeah, yeah. Like you could take a shortcut or yeah. you could go the long way It was way the around. shortcut version. Mm. What did So again, you didn't want to protect yourself, you unprotected sex, because you just, I mean, there's no reasoning behind why there was no protection and why I keep ripping my headphone out of my ear. Uh, and there's no explanation there. And so this was something that this woman went into fully knowing that there was a possibility because they did not use protection, they did not do anything, and of course, as from the Christian perspective, if they were married, and and I don't know, maybe she was married to this this guy. I, I, I don't know. I don't know the story yet. I haven't seen, and I don't know if she even gets to the explanation of that. But, unprotected sex, she's a, a woman who knows that this is 
this is a possible consequence of unprotected sex. But yet they just gloss by that. And, you know, it was, well, it wasn't convenient at that time. And then having a baby is not really convenient either. So now we're just going to compound the issue by murdering the child. Did your partner think at the time? You know, I think we were both like bummed out that I got pregnant and he was just like supportive of what I wanted to do. Were you? So he just really was like, you know, this is my kid. I'm bummed. I'm bummed that you got pregnant. Um, well, if you're bummed that you got pregnant, you should have thought about that before. And again, now I'm, I'm going to get all the comments about rape and incest of somebody who had no choice. And we'll deal with that. That's such a minor, minor, <laughs> minor minority of episodes of incidences. I'm, again, I'm already so frustrated that I can't speak. It's such a small percentage of incidents of abortion are done because of rape and incest that it's almost not even something that needs to be discussed. It's there. It happens. Planned Parenthood help generally usually helps cover those things up in doing the abortions. Um, and so it's not even worth We'll talk about it, but I don't even think it's it's worth talking about because it's such a small percentage of what abortion is. This is all about convenience. It's all about convenience. And here again, knowingly doing something that knowingly can uh, result in uh, conception of human life, creating a human being, and then murdering that human being for the sake of convenience. You reckless at the time? Um, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't really say that I was being reckless. Mistakes happen. Yeah. And, and sometimes you just don't do that in the moment. You know what I mean? I so, I mean, and then it seems like she's almost offended at the, the question. I mean, you went in there. I'm sure these kids didn't say, hey, bring in somebody who's had an abortion so we can meet them. So you intentionally went in there to open up this conversation, and then you have kind of the, the gall to even act offended when he asks you this question and mentions being reckless. <laughs> this, this, this indignant grunt that she lets out, and then I don't know that I was really being reckless. Well, what would you determine? What would you, what would you call it? I mean... Well, well, you just don't do anything in the moment. Uh, it's reckless. I don't know. I'm glad. <laughs> when you have an abortion, what exactly do you do to like have the abortion? You go to the doctor and they put this little straw inside of your cervix and then inside of your uterus and then they just suck the pregnancy out. And oh. it was like Suck the pregnancy out. Let's let's call it what it is. Suck the child out. And usually they have to go in and they have to crush skulls. They have to remove body parts. They are pulling and literally tearing a child limb from limb 
inside of, again, what should be the safest place for a child in the world, and that is inside their mother's womb, literally designed to protect and uh, nurture human life. And you have turned it into a death chamber by sticking a little straw through your cervix into your uterus and sucking the pregnancy out. Talk about semantics and, you know, playing with, with language. You know, let's, let's be precise. Precision of language, please. You sucked the baby out. Like a crappy dentist appointment or something. It was just like, ah, this is like a body thing that's kind of uncomfortable, but then it was over and I felt really just grateful that I wasn't pregnant anymore. A crappy dentist appointment? Really? See, this, this, is, this is where I'm going to get really, really agitated and irritated. This is a human life inside of you that you have just ended in cold blood. And it was a crappy dentist appointment of this body thing that I was just grateful that I wasn't pregnant anymore. Literally murdered a child. And it was like a crappy dentist appointment. Wow. I've gone into many an internet argument about it. Facebook, Instagram, yeah. just all the social media. That's the medias, place where that really. goes down. It's so taboo to a lot of folks and I don't mm -hmm. know why. Do you think that sometimes it's not okay to have an abortion? I want to say if like if you're being reckless if there's nothing wrong going on. I don't know. I just don't agree. Do we want... And so, you just don't agree. Is he... Can he not have an opinion? You asked him. Want people to just have all those babies? No. So what... Let's talk about the waiting lists of thousands upon thousands of people who are waiting for babies who would happily take those babies yeah I, I'm, I'm assuming she's going to get into some kind of whole issue of population control and blah 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 which is bogus anyway we have plenty of room in this country to continue to have children and support life what do we do with them put them up for adoption i feel like if i I'm forced to create life. Mm -hmm. I have lost the right to my own life. Um, no, you are not forced in anything. We already talked about this. You willingly, consensually had unprotected sex. There was no forcing involved. So this is this is this is literally a BS argument. Again, now we can go into talking about rape and incest and uh, and so on, and. There may be, there. I mean, there is force involved there. And this was not something that the woman was willing to do and so on. But yet still, what crime in, in this country do we punish the, the children of the offender, of the criminal? So this is, again, this is a, this is a statement that really... 
try to keep my language good and, and not say coarse stuff. So really irritates me that she was not forced to create life. She willingly went into an unprotected sexual encounter because she just didn't do it in the in the heat of the moment. And so there was no force. She's not lost her right to her body. She chose to do something that usually results in pregnancy. And now she's trying to make it as if she was forced into this. Is she going to charge her partner with rape? Because that would be the only way that she was forced to create life. I want to know if there's a lawsuit. I should be the one to decide if my body creates a life. Even you were. You were the one that decided to have unprotected sex. You were the one that, that decided that your body would create life. Bottom line, conversation over. There you go. Even if you're giving a kid up for adoption, you still like have a kid out there somewhere, you know? Yeah. Are you religious at all? I believe in God. Mm -hmm. What do you think that God thinks about abortion? If I were to say, I think like he's fine with it because there are still babies being born. Mm -hmm. What do you think God thinks about abortion? Well, I can tell you what God thinks about abortion. He thinks that it's murder. Um, we have verses where it talks about what should happen if someone causes a woman to lose her child. And it is a crime. There, there were laws against it initially um, in when God gave the law, and there have been laws against it for thousands of years until 46 years ago when the Supreme Court decided that um, they were going to make murder legal in this country. So no matter what she says at this point, she's wrong unless she is going to say, that God is opposed to the murder of innocent life in what should be the most safe place for a child in the world, their mother's womb. I think it's all part of God's plan. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Pastor Brian at church just gave a sermon today and I didn't get to hear all of it. I never get to hear all of it on Sunday. I usually pick the whole thing up on Monday, but he talked about suffering. He talked about God being sovereign over everything. So granted, yes, God is sovereign um, and he has allowed these things to happen, but this is not part of God's plan. For mothers to murder their own children or to go and pay somebody medically to murder their children is not part of God's plan. It's just not. Is God sovereign? Has God allowed it? Has this been part of God's will? His passive will allowing this to happen? Yes. Is this something that God takes pleasure in? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't know how much more blasphemous you can become than what this lady just said. I'm not even halfway through this video. We're not gonna get through it, but we'll go on for a few minutes.
that's that's smarter than what I said. <laughs> I really was just thinking about Drake when I said that. <laughs> Are you guys religious? Yeah, I'm Catholic. Have you ever heard of what like the Catholic Church thinks about abortion? I don't think the church liked it. Yeah. Because like they like see it as like killing the baby. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Well, I think that it's up to you. Same. Cause I feel supported by that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm speechless. I believe that like life begins when a person has a baby. Oh. Clearly, like some people believe that life begins at conception. Which yeah. it doesn't. <laughs> Do you know what conception? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, you when know about. Um, so that heartbeat in there, that movement. None of that is life until that baby comes out. Again, the magical birth canal that somehow confers life onto what has been moving around, has been kicking, has been heartbeat, has been all these things inside the womb, and yet it's not life. Again, we live in such a, a demented society that Bacteria found on Mars will be considered life, but yet a human being inside the womb, totipotent at the moment of conception, everything there necessary for it to be life. It is a human being with a unique DNA at the moment of conception, and yet we will not call that life. What world are you living in? What ignorant state of denial are you forcing yourself? Because that's what it is. You, the, this is science denier right here who would say this is not life. Sperm enters an egg. Into the egg. It becomes a fetus, and then the fetus is in a lady's tummy. Yes. Or in the womb. It's not really a human being yet. I kind of how like, I feel. Yeah, I kind of like to compare it to like a sea cucumber. It's not thinking, it's just <laughs> living. It's like your arm is not capable of complex thought. Neither is a baby inside your, your room. Are you 100% sure about that? Because that's not necessary. I mean, there's no way to prove that. And it would really be best to err on the side of that's a human life and it's sentient, and it is living, and it is cognizant. Um, I mean, we know that there's a point in time where those, those babies become sentient, um, and they know, and they feel pain, and they acknowledge the world around them, exterior stimuli. So one, this kid is just dead wrong. He's been lied to by somebody, and... <laughs> I like your take. At any point, were you like considering not doing it? No, actually, for me, it was like an instant feeling. Like I was like, I'm pregnant, okay, I'm having an abortion. Was your family mad or okay? Or? They were okay, yeah. They were like really supportive, which I think was another reason I wasn't scared is because I knew that I had so much support. Have you told a lot of people or just your close family? I told my Lyft driver on my way here. <laughs> <laughs> I've told so many people about my abortion. So I decided to tell everyone on Facebook that I had had an abortion and that I was 
choosing to tell people that because I felt like the pro-choice movement was really silent. This status update went viral, yeah. which like wasn't just people being like, hey, I had an abortion too, yay, let's talk about it. There were like a lot of super angry people who were like harassing and abusing and threatening me. I like to post controversial things, I think. You know what? Nothing in those harassing comments uh, at any point in time were you in any physical danger and yet you murdered your child. Let's contrast that. Now granted, I don't want, I, I don't condone mean comments. You know, someone calling you to repentance, someone explaining the fact that what you did was murder. But when you get into people who are condemning you to hell, I'm not going to do that. I would not do that. I call you to repentance. I will say, if you die unrepentant of this sin, yes, hell is the destination that you are guaranteed. But, and, and I'm, I'm going to stop it now because it, it, I, we're at 29 minutes in here and um, I, I don't know that I can continue on watching this. I don't know that I can continue um, listening to this lady talk but I don't know if she'll ever see this video I highly doubt it my 41 subscribers hopefully you'll you'll share and subscribe and and maybe potentially she'll find this I'll find out who she is I will tag her on Twitter but this is what I want you to hear I don't want I'm, I'm not here to condemn you I'm here to explain to you that what you have done is murder and I hope that in my explanations up to this point, you will see that that child inside your womb was a human life. It was a living being from the moment you decided not to, to, well, not from the moment you decided not to wear a condom, but from the moment in the previous decision you had made to have unprotected sex, from the moment that that egg and that sperm came together, that was a human life. Understand. It had a unique DNA, so it was not your body. It was totipotent at that moment. It had everything required to grow and develop and be born. It may have looked a little different. It may have been smaller. It may have been in a different location and more dependent, but it was a child. There is no way around it. That was a child. The birth canal does not magically turn fetus to child. Fetus, literally, the translation of fetus is offspring. It is a Latin word that people have twisted and made to say, oh, well, no, it's not the same thing. It is an offspring. It was your offspring, and you killed it. And yes, if you continue on in the path, unrepentant, and proud of what you have done and you die in that state then yes hell is what you are guaranteed ma'am but I am here to tell you right now that God has provided a way I signed a check and put it in the mail and sent it to a girl that I was engaged to who I had got pregnant and I paid for my child to be murdered 
and was just as guilty as you are right now of the murder of my own offspring. My own child, my own little one, my own small one. That's what fetus means. But the difference is, I heard the call to repentance. I turned from my sin and I repented and I put my trust in Christ. Trusting in the fact that when he went to the cross, he took upon him all of my sin, including the murder of my child. And he nailed it to the cross. He paid the penalty. He died the death that I deserve and gave me a righteousness that I did not earn and a, and a, a salvation that I did not deserve. And he calls you to that as well. And he says, come, repent of your sin, feel remorse, acknowledge that what you did was murder. Mourn for your child, repent of your sin, and put your trust in Christ. And then, then you are guaranteed through his work and none of your own, you are guaranteed that one, you will go to heaven and you will be with God and you will be with Christ. But two, you will be reunited with that child because I stand 100% convinced that when you murdered that child, they went to be with Christ. That child went to be with the Lord. And if you will repent, I know there's a twinge of guilt in you. And I hope that I hope that you hear this. And I hope that and, and if it's not this lady, anyone, anyone who has had an abortion, hear this. Jesus calls to you. The Spirit and the bride say, Come. Jesus calls and he says, come, repent, put your faith and your trust in him. Know that he paid the penalty for that sin. And you can be saved and you can be reunited with your child. Because I know that he saved me and I get to see my child one day. When this is all done, I will be able to go and I will be able to embrace my child. And I want that for you. And if you're considering abortion, I beg you, find a, a, a pregnancy care center in your town, in your area. Go and let them help you. Let them help you walk through this pregnancy. And if you cannot be a, a parent, then let that child be adopted. There are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people who are willing to take that child into their home and raise it as their own and love that child. And you have the ability to give that to them. And not commit murder. the rest of you, my, my, my subscribers, my friends, my, my, my fellow Christians, please, 
this week and every week, continue to go out and call people to repentance, whether it's the sin of abortion or any other thing, whether it's just lying, whatever. Share the gospel with people who need to hear it. Call people to repentance. And this next week, take time out of your day and pray for those people who have had abortions, for those children who have been murdered, for those who are considering abortion. Pray that the Spirit will convict them and He will stop them. Pray for, mourn for the millions of children who have been killed in this country since 1973. And as always, share the gospel at all times. Use words, they're necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo